Hello everybody, I'm Jack with another JT Media Weekly Update. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, NFL Thursday Night, uh, Chiefs versus Broncos, Stephen Diggs, um, the update on him, uh, Jalen Ramsey, and of course um, the whole Ram situation there. EPL predictions for this week, uh, mainly Liverpool versus Manchester United, um, and some UFC stuff. With that, here we go. Um, NFL this week, again, should be another fun week. Chiefs-Broncos, uh, another... Well, Thursday night games have progressively... I mean, I think Seahawks-Rams game is, as of right now, the best Thursday night game. But they've gotten better. They started off slow, but they've gotten better. And this Chiefs-Broncos game, I believe, is going to be very close and very good. Chiefs coming off of two huge losses, only have a short week to prepare against the Broncos, who are coming off two straight wins. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs, barely. I don't love the pick. Uh, I really think the Broncos have a chance to upset the Chiefs here. The Chiefs need to get their act together. Um, they've lost two weeks in a row, like I said. Uh, last week to the uh, the Texans, it was a really uh, close game, but the Chiefs were ahead by a lot at one point and choked that lead. So with that, um, this game should be really, really close. Expect a really close game. Expect the Broncos to be able to run the ball and pass the ball over the Chiefs' terrible secondary at the moment. Um, but... I just think the Chiefs offense will rebound and beat out the Broncos barely in this game. Um, moving on, Marcus Peters was traded to the Ravens from the Rams. Now at the time, this trade didn't really that make that much sense. I mean, Marcus Peters wasn't doing too much for them, so I, I wasn't really against it. I was like, okay, he's not doing good for you. You get a fifth round pick and some linebacker dude for depth. Okay, whatever. But then a couple hours later, Jalen Ramsey to the Rams two first-round picks um, for him. The Rams actually don't have a first-round pick for five years, which is a fun fact. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this trade. It's good. They have a one of the best corners, if not the best cornerback in the league. Um, but that's not what they needed. Their run game's atrocious right now. And part of that reason is their offensive line. Their offensive line is a real problem. Uh, their defense has actually done pretty well because newsflash is kind of hard to throw to the secondary when you have Aaron Donald running up to you. So, I don't know if they... I mean, yeah, their defense was doing not great, but really their offense hasn't been clicking at all. They only scored nine points against the 49ers at home last week and lost to the Seahawks before that. So, I don't think they're addressing what they need to address. They went for a flashy player. Again, Jalen Ramsey can start up stuff. Um, obviously, we, he did that with the Jaguars. So, I don't know. I, I hope it works out for them, but I don't think it will. I think they needed to address the offensive line. And now, and I'm not a big huge fan of draft picks. I'm actually okay with trading away first-round draft picks, as seen with the Seahawks strategy. Last year, we had four draft picks. We turned that into, like, 13. Uh, but anyways... In this case, though, I think you do need the draft picks because offensive linemen are such valuable players and so few people do that to a high level that the best offensive linemen go early in the draft. They're they're, they're not going to have that pick unless they trade up, meaning they would probably only have like three picks in the entire draft if, if they traded for a first. So, I don't know. I don't like this trade from the Rams. I, 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 th I like this trade for Jalen Ramsey. I, I love this trade for uh, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I think their their secondary will be a lot better, but their team as a whole, I don't think so. And then Marcus Peters to the Ravens, I, I'm not too against it. I mean, he didn't do good with the Rams. He did okay with the Chiefs. He's a big name, and uh, that defense needs 
pretty much anybody they can get so if they can possibly turn him around to help their their secondary is not doing great right now the thing is though with the ravens their offense is looking spectacular so th i'm i'm relatively high on the ravens this year i think it'll be a real battle between them and the browns uh for the for the division title because the browns literally I, I know they're on a two-game losing streak but they're they are an on and off team they almost beat the seahawks us last uh last week they're really really good when they want to and they're really really bad when they want to so uh, we'll see who wins that division right now. I do believe it will be uh, the way it's trending. I think it'll be the Ravens, but the Browns have some easy um, peachy games towards the end of their uh, schedule. As with the Ravens, they have uh, tougher games. We'll see. I think towards the end of the season is when that uh, division is really going to shine. We'll see what happens. Okay, uh, moving on to Premier League stuff. The Premier League is finally back. Uh, international breaks are just such a drag. I mean, the games are good and everything's just so slow. And it's just kind of like, I wish club was back. But anyways, it is back. Uh, covering some of the good games. Everton versus West Ham United. I think this is going to be a good one. 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Taking Everton in this one. 2-1. It'll be close. Uh, Felipe Anderson will get a goal for West Ham. Uh, Everton will cruise, though. Um... Bournemouth-Norwich, this is a better game than I pe think people think. Norwich have been playing so good with their, their ball and everything. They just haven't been able to get the points yet. They will get the points here. It'll be a 3-1 victory for Norwich City over Bournemouth. Chelsea-Newcastle, 1-1. Yes, I'm saying it. Uh, Chelsea will not start Pulisic, um, and they will suffer. It'll be 1-1. Newcastle have been one of those weird teams that will get a result here and there. Just hasn't been good enough for them. Leicester City, Burnley, um, taking Leicester City pretty easy in this one. They still sit, uh, I believe, no, they dropped down to four. But that's still incredible so far in the season. I mean, it's, 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 they've been doing unbelievable um, compared to, you know, Tottenham and Manchester United, who are ninth and 12th, respectively. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Wolves, Southampton, Wolves will win again. And like I said, the la two podcasts ago, they were in the relegation zone. I said, they string two wins together. They're right back in it. They already sit mid-table from in the relegation zone. That's how early it is, but uh, still crucial. But especially besides the top two, Manchester City and Liverpool, I think that it it being so early, anything can really happen. So we'll, we'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm just going to go straight to the big one, obviously. On Sunday, uh, my Liverpool face Tommy's Manchester United and probably the biggest rivalry uh, in English soccer, probably the, in my opinion, the second biggest, uh, rivalry in, uh, soccer, uh, first being El Clasico, but yeah, it'll be really fun. Every time that these two teams play, it is so intense. I'm taking Liverpool here. I think Allison is back. Uh, Firmino, Mane, Salah should all be good. Um, the team is looking fit and ready to go despite some injury worry. Uh, we're all good though. De Gea is going to be out for Manchester United. Pogba is going to be out for Manchester United. Their team is trending terrible. They're sitting in 12th. And if Liverpool win this game, it's, it isn't Old Trafford, which I'll give them that. That is such an intimidating place to play. I believe Liverpool will get the win. It'll be shaky though. I'm going to say 2-1. And it'll be 1-1 going into like the 70th minute. That's what I'm saying. It'll be close. Just because it's so intimidating to play in Old Trafford. So... I'm going to go ahead and say that's that's going to be the score. 2-1 to Liverpool. And Liverpool will tie the record for the most wins consecutively in a Premier League uh, span from, like, I think what ours has been from, like, August to March or something. I don't know. But it's really, really good. And um, hopefully we continue that. And then uh, right after that, 
I'm obviously going to talk about this on Saturday, or, or maybe I'll do another Champions League podcast. I'll do another Champions League podcast, but um, Champions League is back on Tuesday, which is so good. Uh, I wish they would do it so much more, but uh, it'll be really fun. I can't wait for it. All right, uh, that's all the soccer news. Now we're on to MMA. Joanna Junjicek won, as I predicted, by a decision. So glad about that. Uh, she made weight, won perfectly, completely dominant. I gotta give a round of applause though for Michelle Watterson. She is a very tough fighter. Hung in there. She could have been knocked out so many times, um, but she hung in there, and she is a real contender. She just, I just, I think right now the top two very clearly uh, are Yuan Yuan Jacek and Weili Zhang, obviously the champion. That's the fight to make. So in the coming event, I was completely shocked. Cub Swanson won by decision against Kron Gracie. Um, and it wasn't really that close. Kron Gracie said he won, but he did not. Cub Swanson won that fight pretty easy, even on Verdict MMA. Everybody said he won. Um, it's, it, this is really fascinating. I did not see this happening. I thought they set this fight up for Kron Gracie, honestly. The way they set the matchup up, a jiu-jitsu guy against Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson fought beautifully, though. Didn't get taken down, or if he did, he got back up. Avoided the ground game of Kron Gracie and beat him standing up. Kron Gracie couldn't strike with Cub Swanson, even though he did hurt Cub Swanson standing up. He can't compete with Cub Swanson standing up. His thing is jujitsu. I do think Ron Gracie will be back, but I just think that either he got too cocky or he um, just wasn't able to implement his game, which is fascinating uh, considering Cub Swanson is coming off of four losses. This is exactly what he needed, and I'm happy for the guy, but I am just shocked that that happened. I, pre- uh, I predicted Nico Price would beat James Vick. Um... Uh, I mean, that knockout was insane. <laughs> the, the back heel. And James Vick was actually winning to that point. Gotta give him credit. He came out hungry, but it might be time to hang up the gloves for James Vick. Coming off of, of what, five first-round knockouts now? It's not looking good. And that one was brutal, too. Uh, Mackenzie Dern lost to Amanda Rivas by a decision. She just looked slow. I, I don't know. I would take more time if I just had a kid. You know, but four months, that's, that's insane. She did make weight, though. I'll give her credit for that. Another big upset. Now, this was a controversial one. People said that Luis Pena did win this fight by a decision. They gave it to Matt for Frivola. Either way, it was pretty close. Um, people were saying he got robbed. I don't think it was a robbery. I think it was so close. Um, but, yeah. Matt Frivola won that. And in the first uh, in the first fight of the card, Eric Andrews defeated Gerald Mochart by a decision, which is good for Eric Andrews. But, dude, please take some time off because, oh, my gosh, she fights so much. Um, okay, so that was the recap. Now on to predictions for Reyes versus Weidman. I'll give you for the top three fights. Starting off with Greg Hardy versus Ben Sosoli. Greg Hardy's going to win this by a knockout. Why do they keep giving him these easy fights? He keeps winning these easy fights. Give him a tough fight, he will lose. I've He's, he's not that good. He's really not. He's just got heavy hand power. He will get caught. Give him a decent, a half-decent UFC fighter, and he will lose. Right off the bat, 100% guaranteed. Give him someone somewhat difficult. Maybe top 10. I don't know. Give him to Derek Lewis or, you know what, Volkanovski. He's good too. Give him to anybody in the top 10, top 15. He will lose. I guarantee it. He's going to win this fight. It's another peach fight to him. Um, but he's going to win just based off his power and no skill. If he really wants to move up, he needs to fight somebody tough. And up until this point, he hasn't proven anything. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm not all, I'm not in on Greg Hardy at all. I'm really not. In the coming event, Yair Rodriguez is finally fighting Jeremy Stevens uh, after their debacle at the last fight night. That was a mess. 
taking a year Rodriguez by decision here. Not going to be pretty, but he'll get it done. Um, and then the main event, Chris Weidman versus Dominic Reyes. So, originally, I wasn't going to go with Chris Weidman here. Uh, weird, because he is going up to 205. He hasn't won in a while. Um, I am taking Dominic Reyes by a decision. And it's it, a lot of it has to do with what Chris Weidman said a couple days ago about how he's focusing on John Jones. He wants to be John Jones. Good mindset to have. You need to focus on your opponent. And I'm not saying he's not. But Dominic Reyes is, an up, is a real up-and-coming star in the UFC. Um, he's doing good. And at 205, a division that's pretty empty right now, with a win over Chris Weidman, he can shoot up the ranks. Taking Dominic Reyes here by decision, uh, I think he'll it'll be a closer decision. He'll get the job done against Chris Weidman. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for to today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, make sure to check us out on Instagram at the handle at JT Media Podcast, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all of those. Thanks for listening. This has been Jack with JT Media, your podcast for the latest in sports news.